We hear the words of the first reading today. As long as Moses kept his hands raised up, Israel had the better of the fight. But when he let his hands rest, Amalek had the better of the fight. Amalek, the Amalekites, they were bad dudes. They were the enemies of God and the enemies of God's people. Maybe we need to ask, who are the Amalekites of today? What about ISIS? Well, for sure we could say that. Beheadings, drownings, enslavings, the the selling of women and girls. Any group that does what they do is an enemy of God. And the same goes for all terrorists of all stripes and affiliations. But how much prayer has been lifted up to God, asking that the scourge of terrorism would end? How about the war in the Middle East, in Syria, where hundreds of thousands have died? We are now more at odds with Russia over the Middle East than we have at any time since the fall of the Soviet Union in 1991. Remember how we would pray for the conversion of Russia. And then when the empire fell apart one Christmas day, I guess we figured we didn't have to pray anymore. And now the Cold War is back. How long must we pray for peace? But what about your personal Amalek? None of us here has been a direct victim of terrorism, and we don't live in a war zone. But there are things in our individual lives that threaten to defeat us, and it can seem at time that no matter how much we pray, we can't shake the enemy. What is your personal Amalek? In many cases, it's some sort of addiction or a serious besetting sin that we do not be able to seem to shake. And it might seem to us that our prayers just don't work. For some, their Amalek is an addiction to drugs or to alcohol, to gambling, to legal or illegal opioids, or to Internet pornography. The statistics on addiction to heroin and opioids now And the statistics on Internet uh, addiction to pornography are absolutely staggering. How many families are there that have been ruined by those addictions? I am sure that there are many people here today who either have been affected by these addictions or they know someone quite well who is. And I am sure as well that you have prayed about those things just as you've prayed about the issues of terrorism and of war and of peace and other major problems. And you might be very frustrated by what seems to you to be silence. You have not had an answer to your prayer. Well, there's many factors that go into understanding why our prayers don't always seem to be answered. Sometimes the answer is not the one the one that we want, is not the one that's best for the salvation of our soul or the salvation of another person's soul. And sometimes we simply misunderstand what God's will really is. But today we see our scriptures focusing on one particular aspect of prayer, that of perseverance. In our first reading, we see how Aaron and Moses, the text says, supported Moses, Aaron and Hur supported Moses' hands, one on one side and one on the other, 
so that he, they could be steady until sunset. And the Israelites, the people of God, defeated the Amalekites. In the Gospel, we read how Jesus told his disciples a parable about the need to always pray without growing weary. So when you're tired, keep praying. Do not stop. Moses, who was the greatest man at that time who had ever lived, could not do it on his own. He had to have his brother Aaron and his companion Hur help him. How many times do we pray in isolation, keeping our problems to ourselves, perhaps out of embarrassment, and it seems like we don't get an answer? Enlist the help of others. If you're embarrassed, just ask a friend to pray for you. If you're blessed enough to have a friend who can be trusted, tell the person about the problem and ask for their prayers. If it is a besetting sin, one that threatens to destroy your soul, get to confession and the priest will help you with the power of that sacrament. Find a good Catholic counselor who will listen, offer you good, sound advice, and offer as well his or her prayers for you. But whatever you do, do not give up. The unjust judge would not help the woman in today's gospel until she simply made a pest of herself, until he was afraid that she might strike him. Was Jesus saying we should pester God? Well, sort of. What he's really saying is that if the unjust judge, who is so bad, imagine saying this about yourself, he is so bad that the unjust judge would say, I neither fear God nor respect any human being. Imagine that. How much more the God who loves you will answer your prayers if you persevere and just like Moses, enlist the help of others in your prayer. All of us must join in prayer for the big issues of the world. We know what they are, such as terrorism, the threats to religious freedom, and war and peace. All of us must pray, and we must not give up. And we must arm ourselves as well with the truths of scriptures for this time of spiritual battle. Take to heart the words that Paul wrote to Timothy today when he said, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for refutation, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent and equipped for every good work. This is so important because we do not pray, we do not find the strength to follow Christ, we do not even persevere simply on our own strength. We need God's grace. We need the scriptures. We need the sacraments. We need the help of others. We need to pray always without becoming weary. Imagine, if you will, what Timothy was facing. Timothy was the recipient of the second reading today. The Roman Empire was persecuting the followers of Christ, burning them alive, throwing them to lions, They were the ISIS of the day. Paul himself would be beheaded. Peter would be crucified upside down. And an early tradition relates 
that Timothy, as an 80-year-old bishop, while he was preaching the gospel, was attacked by a mob of angry pagans who beat him, dragged him through the streets, and then stoned him to death. I imagine as he was dying, he remembered the words of St. Paul, and they became more powerful. I charge you, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, St. Paul says, who will judge the living and the dead, proclaim the word, be persistent, whether it is convenient or inconvenient, convince, reprimand, encourage, through all patience and teaching. How those words must have given Timothy strength as he died. And for all of us, be a martyr. To be a martyr means to be a witness for Christ. Have the courage through the power of the Holy Spirit to bear witness to Christ Jesus. When you are discouraged, not if you're discouraged, when you're discouraged, persevere in prayer and in living out your Christian witness. We live in difficult, troubling times. Be strong, persistent, courageous, and prayerful, whether it's convenient or whether it's inconvenient. And Christ your Savior will hold you in his hand, and he will lift you up. For we have his promise, and the one who conquered death and hell and the power of sin and rose from the dead cannot go back on his word. For he tells us today that God will secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night.